Hi everyone, I'm Becky. And this is Claire. And welcome to another episode of Podway. So this is the musical. This is the podcast (laughs) (laughs) where we discuss things related to musical theaters and plays. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about Annie or Annie. Annie, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I think a parody. it is actually Annie. Annie? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is not the Annie you're thinking of. This is a different one. <laughs> so you did mention Annie, a parody, which is right. This one is going to be a parody of Star Wars. So first of all, May the 4th be with you. We're recording this on May 3rd, so not on 4th. And this Close is going to come out definitely close enough this is going to come out on revenge of the fifth so may 5th um so yeah happy star wars day everybody uh why won't we say a little bit something more about the show before we go into our experiences with star wars and this show in particular and more of a deep dive into the show itself that's probably a good idea it's a great idea right (laughs) (laughs) um so annie is a star kid production i think it's our fourth so we did two of the very potter franchises and we did twisted oh no we did batman too okay yes this is our fifth so we also did batman you're right and this one in particular is actually after all the ones we've seen already this one is from 2014 and uh, as i mentioned it's a satirical musical based on star wars and the plot of it it kind of follows darth vader who is the titular annie who decides to pursue his real passion for pod racing pretty simple on the surface of things because this is a star kids production there is no like deep dive on how it did um in terms of like awards and uh, reception and how long it stayed on Broadway (laughs) for but I have to say this is probably the most obscure Star Kids production we covered it had just over a million views and I think for Star Kids it's actually very tame (laughs) Mm -hmm. because most other productions have more views and engagement and clicks interesting interesting why do you think that is oh um I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit more about when we cover our thoughts, because I think the reason why it might be a little bit more obscure will have to do a lot with our potential criticisms of the show, (laughs) or at least what I'm foreseeing. I don't need any Jedi training or Sith training to foresee what kind of criticism you might have (laughs) with the show. So I, my hypothesis is it would align with the reason it's not as popular. Mm-hmm. at least okay. some of them okay sounds good <laughs> sounds good my assumption was gonna be that because there are other people who are kind of like me um oh no that, but, that is definitely yeah, not an assumption but, I would make. on second thought I'm like <laughs> no not really I don't no. think so no so speaking of people who are like you Claire <laughs> what is your experience with Annie the purity musical and with Star Wars I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate on this, but... I don't think anybody will hate you, Claire. (laughs) I pretty much know nothing about Star Wars. I didn't even know that it was... There was a thing called Star Wars Day until Becky mentioned it, and I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. (laughs) But but yeah, I think the only thing I really knew about them was, um, you know, how they have this, like, lighting sword thingy. A lightsaber? Yeah, Mm -hmm. those. um, (laughs) And I used to see them, people trying to buy those toys ish version of those mm-hmm. and and that's pretty much all i know and oh um what's his name the yoda or something yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like the green 
creature. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I feel really sorry for like whoever is a fan. But that's pretty much about everything that I know. I know there's uh, a lot of movies about there are it. A lot of movies. Um, and I can't keep track. And every single time I tell a friend, they're like, "Oh yeah, I don't really watch Star Star Wars at all," and they're like what (laughs) makes me feel so bad no based on everything i know about you i would have never guessed for a second that you did watch star wars so i would have been very surprised (laughs) what gave it away um i think it's your total hatred for fantasy that gave it away and this is kind of like hate fantasy i like lord of the ring for example Mm. it was it's my favorite your favorite movie for the longest time ever until i watched dark knight okay and then then (laughs) i was about to say Dark Knight is so famous in my mind for being your favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you? I don't know. I feel like it was always there. It's one of those things that are always like out there in the culture. I don't really have a particular moment that I became acquainted with it. It was just everywhere where I grew up. My brother had the VHS box set of the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. And, and by new trilogy I mean the prequels and um the original trilogy so I definitely grew up at least being aware of it I wouldn't say I am a huge Star Wars fan I watched the third prequel in cinema and mm-hmm. I watched all the new movies like the sequels in uh, theater and there are three of them as well um, but I didn't watch Rogue One, for example, just because I was like, what's the point? It doesn't add to the story. So, <laughs> and I understand from a lot of people that I probably should have watched it because it's better than the sequel. So we'll see. Um, for the original ones, I actually watched them when I was a kid. So I don't remember that much about them. Um, I remember the sequels better, which I think will get a lot of like pitchforks and death threats from actual fans of Star Wars. But I feel like the prequels are getting a lot of popularity right now the sequels are going to be the new thing that if you say you like it you'll get a lot of like death threats and pitchforks um thrown at your way and i enjoyed some of the sequels (laughs) definitely not the last one some of the sequels yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what to say just it's not something i'm super passionate about but it's something that i do know something about Mm -hmm. and i did follow it to an extent do you have like a super passionate fan in your family no no, no, no. so um, everyone's just kind of chill about it but somehow you got all the dvds my brother everybody's chill about it okay we just had a hoarder thing of like vhs and dvds everywhere my mom would just give it to all of us so um my brother got them obviously but it doesn't mean that he was like a fan or anything i think he watched them once Mm-hmm. I repeatedly put the third sequel, sorry, the, the third prequel, because that's what we had on DVD. And we had more VHSs and DVD at home. So um, I went through the, the DVDs that we did have more. So that's kind of like my most seen one. But yeah, definitely not super fan at all. I'm definitely pretty ignorant if you if you think about it um, regarding Star Wars, because people go into like incredible depth to learn everything about it, to learn the mythology about it. One of my friends was kind of into it. So I remember getting them like the those Sith religion books for Christmas, but mm. <laughs> I never absorbed any of the knowledge much wow. myself. Yeah. Okay. So on a scale of one to 10, how devoted of a fan do you think you are? 
Oh, uh, maybe two and a half or three. Okay, so really down there then. Like yeah, for yeah, all yeah. the fantasy series, like Harry Potter and things like that. Definitely. Oh, it's not like that because it's kind of like a. It, it. A lot of people would say it's sci-fi because it's taking place in space, uh-huh. but really it has a lot more fantastical elements with you know the Sith and the Jedi and the lightsabers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is much more fantastical than sci-fi. But I feel like also there is there is a hot debate around it. Like people might not like it being called fantasy. It's definitely not traditional either way. And I stick to more modern fantasy or like 80s fantasy. Like some of my favorite book series are from the 80s uh, for mm-hmm. fantasy, which is random. But I guess my library was very old. So, <laughs> um, so that's what we had. But yeah, I don't think this would be very much like Tolkienian. Mm-hmm. fantasy if you know okay. what okay 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 makes sense so not the very typical fantasy no it's more like a mix of it definitely has ish. typical fantasy elements so mm-hmm. the hero's journey I mean the hero's journey is not only in fantasy but it features very 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 heavily in fantasy and Star Wars follows out to T mm-hmm. but yeah the setting is definitely very not traditional for okay for do you have a favorite character then no no so no. you're like, everyone is neutral. Do you have a least favorite character then? Uh, I mean, not that I would know them, but. <laughs> uh, I, I really didn't think about it that much to have like a favorite or a least favorite. Like it's something that I've watched either once or in the case of the third prequel, more than once. And I'm also on the Reddit page for prequel memes just because it's very, very funny, I would recommend it. <laughs> um, it's a little bit unhinged, but it's, but it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm really, really, I don't follow it very closely. I, I think I'd be more knowledgeable <laughs> than you, just because you said you know nothing, but mm. I wouldn't say I'd be that much more knowledgeable. Okay, okay. Well, anything is definitely more useful than what I have, which is zero and nothing. <laughs> So yeah, I'm counting on you to try to explain the jokes and who Oh, I need to explain ones. the jokes. I did not prepare for that. Did I mean, you have then- any jokes that I need to explain? Did you like write well, them down? Pretty much every <laughs> single joke that he tells in the show, I'm like, what the Did you he get the Annie get your gun joke? No. That's a musical joke though. So shame it on you. A- really? <laughs> yeah. What musical is it? Annie get your gun. That's a musical? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an older musical from what I remember. Uh, I really don't know anything about it, but I was wondering if you might get that one. No, that's okay. No <laughs> shame. No, oh, I mean, maybe a lot of shame on myself. But no, no, there's no shame associated with what you know and what you don't know. <laughs> yeah, so with that, I think we're probably the least equipped people to talk about anything for Star Wars Day, but we're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we dive in? Let's go. Okay, so the musical opens with Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader. Have you heard of Darth Vader before? I think I Google him and I recognize him. I'd be like, oh, okay, this is the, you know, that dude. But uh, <laughs> but I know nothing. So did um, Mara's joke when she called him like Dark Vader as a, like to take a job at him, that resonated? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, so yes. Yeah 
Anakin Skywalker, which is his name before he became Darth Vader. And here he is called Annie because that's what all his friends call him. And he's daydreaming about winning a race when he's interrupted by one of the Empire's troops reminding him of a meeting he's actually late for. Yikes. Annie is cracking jokes with pretty much everybody on the ship, but none of his jokes have positive receptions, and I can definitely relate to that on a spiritual level, but he is essentially shown to be widely inept in every day-to-day operations there, or even making friends. In the meetings, we learn that Tarkin and his group um, are discussing plans for the Death uh, Death Star, um, which is... I think, as the name suggests, just to explain to everybody, um, a giant star <laughs> that can that can essentially like shoot like a ray, and it can completely erase, delete, destroy another planet. So it's very very powerful. And the rest of the team make fun of Annie, how useless he is, and also his weird Sith religion when Annie arrives. So that was kind of behind his back. Annie continues making jokes and making crude suggestions for the Death Star, essentially being a nuisance all around. And just to expand on his idea of for the meeting, essentially, he has like a big pitch. And that big pitch is <clears throat> he's suggesting. <laughs> I like how you have to prepare for it. Be like, hold on, wait for it. Here comes the big idea. I really have to like try to follow that kind of line of reasoning in my head and see how it could possibly lead <laughs> anywhere. It's very difficult for me. I can <laughs> tell. I think I've managed though. Um, so here it is. Annie suggests that the Death Star looks like a giant boob with the laser portion of it looking like a nipple, um, a lactating nipple. And he therefore proposes to make his, instead of just one giant boob, essentially it's going to be a pair of boobs. So he's suggesting to get another Death Star alongside that one to make it look like a pair of boobs. So that was his big idea. Do you think it would go well in the meeting, Claire? That just say that I have the respect for him just to bring up that idea with such a calm face too. He's like, hold on, here's a great idea. Let me show you guys what I have in mind. And then this is the idea. He thought he was being fantastic. He yeah. thought he was doing God's yeah, work. I admire the confidence. Yeah. Despite our mutual admiration of his confidence, the idea is very much rejected during the meeting. No very shit. shocking. Very shocking. <laughs> and when Annie demands to know why, because honestly... Why would they? It's such a fantastic idea. Um, He's actually asked not to come to the meetings anymore by one of the officers. So Annie force chokes the officer and leaves before coming back to apologize and promise to come in tomorrow with new jokes, UPA, and some serious ideas. So um, just as a note, this whole meeting since Annie's arrival took place uh, when Tarkin who is AKA, <laughs> because we've mentioned it a few times, Moff, which is the title, uh, Jeffrey Tarkin was away. When Annie goes to fetch some drinks for the officers as part of his apology, he runs into Tarkin in the hallway. So Tarkin is being very polite to Annie and is roped into getting drinks with him, just out of politeness again. Um, so while on their way, they see a bunch of stormtroopers, one of which is Emily, who Tarkin is crushing on. 
So Tarkin asks Annie to pretend he said something really, really funny to try and impress An- Emily. And Annie tries doing just that. But let's just say, as we already established, that his humor is a tad questionable. So um, his idea of making Tarkin looks really, really good in front of Emily is claiming that Tarkin was the one who came up with the idea of making the Death Star look like a pair of boobs. So <laughs> naturally, that didn't go too, too well Aww. with the stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, and actually, Emily in particular, who thinks it's very sexist of him, can't blame her, but still very, very sad. Um, yeah. Then we see that Annie kind of like <sighs> continues digging his <laughs> hole for Tarkin. He says, and Tarkin needs no help with that. Tarkin is already horrible in front of Emily, which we'll see later. But he says like really, really out loud, like, hey, Tarkin likes ya. Um, <laughs> which I think she didn't hear. Thank God. Um, it's like a high school, you know? Yeah, <laughs> middle school even. Yeah, even. Yeah. So he was very much flopping the interactions for Tarkin. Um, and obviously Tarkin wasn't super duper happy about it. And he makes that clear before leaving for the meeting alone. So then later, um, Annie is cracking jokes at the Sith Lounge when an Imperial officer brings in Mara Jade. And we mentioned Mara before for the Dark Vader joke. Very, very funny. Um, And Mara Jade is an Imperial assassin. So we find out that the Emperor decides to replace Annie as his apprentice with Mara. And Annie is depressed. Uh, So Mara tries to be a good sport and help him figure out what he is good at. What's his passionate for and during that process we discover that Annie's passion is actually pod racing and that he longs to go back to the days of glory winning the pod racing events once again and we also learn by the way that Mara's dream is to become Jabba the Hutt's slave girl so she decides to leave to pursue her dream and she also encourages Annie to go after his at the same time so even though yeah sorry is pod racing an actual thing in what do you mean the original series like it wasn't actually like a competition or something like that yeah so in the prequels um we see annie he was eight there he actually mentioned it in the in the musical as well but as a kid he used to pod race and it's very very dangerous and he won the race and that's kind of what they keep referring to every Mm -hmm. single time so it is something that happened in the movie series and they bring back to it okay um but yeah he's supposed to be like a great pilot so most of the stuff that you'll see there actually is something that is at least tangentially or somewhat connected to the series. Mm-hmm. Even Mara, who didn't feature in any of the movies, she's actually from the book series because they have millions of oh. novels out there, which none of them are canon. The novels came after the movies, by the way, not to get okay. not to get it twisted. Um, and she's one of the jokes is that um, he says that he can be her father-in-law. In the book series, he is her father-in-law. She marries Luke Skywalker, who is his son. So, um, yeah. Interesting. So there's a lot of references then. <laughs> there are references, yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, essentially what you need to know about pod racing at this point is that it's very, very dangerous, especially for Annie because he's a little bit older now. And most likely if he competes, he will die. Um, but he decides to take the chance on it anyway and go with Mara to pursue both of her passions. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, Tarkin goes to Emily to apologize for earlier. And as we mentioned, he doesn't need Annie to mess up for him. He massively fails himself. And this is just one of those interactions when he does that. 
Emily informs Tarkin that the Emperor is actually coming, and that causes Tarkin to rush to prepare. So Tarkin and the Emperor actually get along pretty swimmingly, and the Emperor praises how he's been such a good friend to Annie, and he says that he's on the right track to get promoted. So just as a background, the Emperor and Annie are tight they're very very close um he's very protective of annie and he's kind of doting on him kind of like a father-son grandpa grandson even relationship so and, and that's that's the same in the original movie no <laughs> no oh, okay and uh yeah yeah definitely not. okay okay because um, part of me was like why does he think about replacing annie if they're so you know so tight yeah In- no if okay. yeah if i remember correctly um darth vader actually kills him so kills yeah oh yeah right before Dark. getting yeah because that's his redemption like he redeems himself by the end of the series um the original one uh, the he starts the bad guy yeah, the emperors. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're all the bad guys. The imperial forces are bad. The Death Star, which is their stuff. Usually if something has that name, you wouldn't associate it with good guys. You know, they even mentioned before oh, themselves, I think. Mm. They're like, this is not good for our image. And we want your wife and children to come aboard. And you don't want to call all that right, a Death right, Star. Right. Yeah, yeah, they, they did say that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense, though. Um, so, yeah, there are the bad guys. All of them are the bad guys. Except for Obi-Wan, who we'll meet later. He's a good guy and. Jar Jar, I guess, was a good guy. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett. So, uh, yeah. So they do have, like, a very, very close relationship. And we'll see that later on. Their characterization in everything here, because it's a parody, just like a very Potter musical and a very Potter sequel, very, very different from the show, the, the movie itself, right? So keep mm-hmm. that in mind. So we actually learn in a funny little twist of event that the Emperor is the one to advise Annie to make the proposal for the second Death Star to make it look like boobs. So it actually came all the way from highest point in the Empire, the Emperor. So he actually finds out that it was rejected during the meeting and he kills the officer that rejected it, which luckily wasn't Tarkin. (laughs) You feel bad? (laughs) I feel so bad because he was playing Superman, right? From the Batman musical, I think the guy. Oh, Oh, um, yes. Yeah. He, he takes so many roles in this musical. That's it has true. a very That's small true. cast. so That's true. Yeah. Everyone plays like maybe two or three characters or something. Even Annie takes another role. So, yeah. Yeah, I was actually quite confused. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but all good. Uh, okay. Um, I hope that you, <laughs> that you managed to get it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Absolutely. Cool. Um, the roles, I think, like... Tarkin's actor he doesn't play another role I think he's in the background for one of them as some as somebody who is not Tarkin um so technically a different role but I think he either has one line or no lines at all while all the other one including Annie has um have multiple different roles mm. actually maybe with the exception of Mara Jade as well I don't remember seeing her in other things but you could be under one of those stormtrooper masks I would yeah. know so after he kills that officer, the emperor wants to meet Annie to give him a Star Wars Lego set as a present. And that's about when Tarkin finds out that Annie actually ran away uh, to try and stole the emperor from finding out Tarkin advises the emperor to complete the Lego set himself as a present, while Tarkin decides to go after Annie himself to prevent him from pod racing. That's the one. And mm-hmm. the two is to bring him back home. 
Mm-hmm. So two missions he has. So Annie and Mara, meanwhile, um, they get to Tatooine, which is the planet that Anakin is from, or Annie, um, and they meet Boba Fett. Annie asks to help with entering the pod racing event. And we are also actually introduced to several characters at the, t- at the same time. We're introduced to Sebalba, whom Annie raced again when he won in the Bunta Eve. And that's kind of like from the first prequel movie, I believe. So Sebalba says it was only a fluke and he won't win this year again. And after that encounter, Annie actually decides to focus on his pod racing um, more like double down on it and he really encourages Mara to focus but really really focus on her own passion and go to Jabba rather than stick with him mm-hmm. then we cut to not the last but the one before last important character we're introduced to uh, which is Jar 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 Binks to be specific who is about to commit suicide when Annie comes so this one will be very depressing for you if you don't have the background knowledge for it because it seems horrible but what you need to know about Jar Jar Binks is that everybody hates him a lot I feel like Like within the fandom or like in the story he's like literally everybody everybody was so cruel everybody hated him um because he was kind of like a comedic relief they tried to appeal to children um to widen their audience a little bit more and the people who grew up on star wars when they were kids or people who were older when they saw it even if they didn't grow up on it obviously didn't find him very very funny and they thought that he ruined the universe as he mentions himself so it just is a huge blown issue and people really really hate him so that is kind of the reason why he's Mm -hmm. committing suicide just because he is really depressed that everybody is hating on him so Annie wants Jar Jar to join him for his racing as part of his pit crew, but Jar Jar isn't really having it at the moment. Um, so he doesn't commit suicide by the end of the scene, but he is not on board of the pod racing idea. Mm-hmm. So after that interaction, Tarkin finds Annie. He tries getting him to come with him like back by dissuading him from competing and the race first of all but any kind of like doubles down so then as support we have jar jar aka jj i think i'll call him jar jar from now on just for consistency but um <laughs> he decides to show up and support annie in his venture to pod race and that kind of causes Tarkin's heart to defrost and not only does he let Annie pod race but he actually decides to help him out which is really nice and that was the end of act one so act two opens with a training montage and kind of a team bonding event between the three of them so Tarkin Jar Jar and Annie and during their bonding Annie gives Tarkin a bunch of tips and one-liners to help him woo Emily I actually found it so funny that Tarkin would still be willing to accept the advice (laughs) <laughs> that Andy was offering like after what happened if my friends were like yeah here here's some like one line that would help you in like pursuing whatever I'll be like no thank you <laughs> probably <laughs> I think he it. was desperate because um when they did spoiler alert they will go on a date but when they do go on the date he tried being himself and that was really really unsuccessful and right when it was about to be blown into pieces and him having no choice or no chance with her with his own one-liner by the way or his own way to handle her (laughs) um he was like okay wait a second I have one last effort that I can put through and he just like tried out desperation I think based on the scene okay makes sense yeah 
um, because I think he would be in agreement with you. He's kind of supposed to be the person with more logic and brain, at least more than one brain cell. (laughs) At least more than one brain cell, at least in the beginning. So I don't think he'd go very, very quickly to the one-liners that were Mm -hmm. offered to him. Um, so yeah, with that new secret weapon, Tarkin decides to make the moves on Emily. Um, so meanwhile, Mara is having her, like, knock on the door, Jenny, just knock on the door moment as she readies herself for her audition to become a slave girl. So I didn't know this, but apparently the competition is pretty tough and people who have been slaves for I don't know, over 10 years are in the running. So it's very, very competitive. So and when it, sorry, yeah. just before we continue, is uh is slave girl also like an inside joke or something? Like why so, why does someone want to be a slave? No, no, no. Like it's uh, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Leia, okay. uh, Princess Leia, who is actually Luke's sister, making uh, uh, making her Darth Vader's daughter. She is obviously a princess, which is why they said the competition is so tough for people who are not royalty because he likes royalty. Um, she was enslaved by Jabba the Hutt, and she had to be rescued. So it's not a good thing. It's just funny. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and actually the outfit that Annie wears or Annie's actor, um, that is kind of like the getup that she had for her slave girl. Huh. Moments. Okay. So- yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, very, very competitive in this in this uh, musical, apparently. And when all of her competition for the audition hear that she actually has never been enslaved before, how awkward, they laugh her out of the audition waiting room. So not a positive experience. Um, then Tarkin takes Emily on a date when they run into Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is the one last character that we need to know for this musical. Obi-Wan joins their date and the couple starts asking him about the Clone War. When Tarkin brings up all the logical fallacies in the Jedi's religion, he also reveals that Anakin is alive and in the city about to race at the Bunta Eve, actually. So Tarkin is then interrupted by a FaceTime (laughs) from the Emperor, and he has been betrayed by an officer who told Palpatine about Annie running away to participate in the pod race. So Palpatine orders Tarkin to bring Annie back, but he stands up to him and supports Annie in his pod racing endeavors instead, costing him his promotion. Very sad. But also very heartening. Um, Emily overhears their conversation and is really, really impressed. So this is kind of like after she already has a positive opinion from this, he manages to blow it like away with really, really bad one-liners from his own repertoire. Um, And then as a last-ditch effort, as we discussed, she becomes more than just impressed to say the least um when he uses consistently his pickup lines with his direction of using like a whiny voice and all that kind of stuff and the two actually decide to get married the next day which is exactly what annie said would happen (laughs) so good for him i guess uh so after the couple leaves obi-wan colludes with sababa to kill annie and his pit crew so a day before the race obi-wan goes to jar jar's house and shoots him After Jar Jar dies, Annie wants to pull out from the race, uh, which is happening tomorrow, feeling a lot of anger and self-doubt. But Tarkin gives Annie a pep talk to make him go through with the race um, at the very end of it. So 
kind of as a pit crew replacement because they need to have that for Jar Jar. Boba Fett volunteers to um, take his place. And Mara also shows up after her slave dance flop. Um, <laughs> so everything is essentially ready for the very, very final day for the climax. Um, so despite Boba cheating with the help of Obi-Wan, Annie actually gets to go ahead uh, with an approval from Palpatine, which pushes him over the edge to win the race. So yay, Annie won the race, even despite his advanced age and got to recapture his glory day. And we also finally learned that Boba Fett got Mara in addition and she gets the position as Jabba's slave girl. So everybody who's passionate about something and went to pursue it are happy, yeah. (laughs) Good for them. Good for them, yes. That's it. So we really think it will be a very short episode, A, because we have very limited experience with past uh, with uh, Star Wars. The other portion of it is, this is a musical, but it's a very unusual musical. We never had anything like this before. So it's kind of set up like a movie in which the music is background. So it is playing and it is live music, but it's not sung through by the characters themselves. There are some moments where they actually acknowledge the band being there and the band singing, but um, those are very, 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 very few and far in between. So as a rule, it's kind of like the reason why this musical, for example, has a few montages is just to let the music shine. Um And I think this is the first time that (laughs) that happened. It's very normal for movies, but very, very, very unusual for musicals. Yeah, agree. Because I think the first song, when the first song came along and I could see that he wasn't opening his mouth, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, uh, is it actually singing or, or no? And I guess just later on, I realized that it's just one of the, the different ones, like more unique in that sense I guess yeah um I wonder why they made that choice though to be honest because I think like they have that casting members who can't sing no I would argue that's the reason they did it really yeah because usually if you think about the people who do end up doing a bulk of the singing Mm -hmm. like yes um I'm blanking out on his name, but he's fantastic and we've seen him in every single production but the actor who plays Tarkin um, job walker he, yeah job walker um he does get a song in every single production he's in but we all like it's not necessarily the climax emotional climax of anything um it's more of the comedy song just to accommodate his voice probably better and also his uh his acting skills personality um so he's not like a bad singer by any means but he's not usually their heavy hitter i would say their heavy hitters have been like darren chris in the past or bonnie but the actress who plays Hermione, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I fr- I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on everybody's name. But <laughs> the actor who played um, who played uh, Jafar in Twisted, he also had oh, a song yeah, in Batman. Yeah. I think Dylan Dylan Saunders, I believe, is his name. And who else did they get to sing? Lauren Lopez and Do these people just stop participating in Star Kids? No, 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 no. They're still almost all of them, except for Darren Chris. I think almost all of them are still in Star Kids. 
So I think they probably just had a reason they weren't available or anything. I'm sure we'll cover more Starkids in the future and you would see a lot of them featured again in their more recent productions. One of the ones that really blew up, especially on TikTok, is Firebringer, I believe it's called. Firebringer. That sounds one of uh, Malfoy's song for some reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I mean, his actress has a huge role in there. So... (laughs) Yeah, but, and she's amazing. And she's a great singer. I still remember, like, Granger. I mean, obviously, I remember Granger. Yeah. Danger, I watched a very popular musical a lot of times. More times <laughs> I can't admit. You can go back to that episode to listen to it. But everybody, um, like, a lot of people have fantastic voices there. But from the top of my head, um, the only big member of the current cast that has um, consistently had a song is Joe Walker. I don't think the actor who played Superman ever had a song that I can remember. The actor who played Annie, I've never seen him in any previous production. I've never seen him since. So no, he sure. was, um, wasn't he Alfred from Batman? I don't think so. Unless he lost some weight. Because I was looking through his Wikipedia. If you say it's, it's in Wiki- on his Wikipedia, I would believe you for sure. But I think, um, at least body-wise, he either lost weight or gained weight for that one. Yeah, Chris Allen plays Alfred, Lucius Fox, Spider-Man, Two-Face, and one okay. of the gangsters in the holy musical Batman. Nice. So, well, he, he did look there. different. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, he doesn't sing there either. Yeah, so none of the people who are prominently featured are singers. I've seen the girl who played Mara in Twisted. I don't think she played a big, big role, and I don't think she sang, or she she sang heavily, and she was also um, in Holy Musical Batman as Catwoman, I believe. Can I just say, apparently Chris Allen, this is on his uh, Star Kid fandom page, mm. and it literally says he has been exercising every day for over a year Aww. for Taco Bell to bring back the grilled stuffed nacho or something. <laughs> I see. <laughs> like, Have okay. you, do you like Taco Bell? I think I only had it once really? in my whole life. And I can't remember how it tastes like. But uh, did you like it? I don't like tacos. So I never oh. had Taco Bell. <laughs> you don't like Mexican food in general? No. <laughs> I mean, oh. everybody who knows me knows I like have deep hatred towards avocados so that definitely limits my availabilities as a vegetarian it limits others somebody who doesn't like cooked tomatoes a lot of salsa is taken out of it and i'm not a big fan of sour cream either and beans Mm, yeah (laughs) very very difficult that pretty much sums it up for messy food so yeah yeah probably not then anything with corn though i'm okay with corn i can have that (laughs) huh so you don't like nachos chips tortillas i don't know anything like that because um, because the filling can be different right like if you don't like beans just don't put beans in it or if you don't yeah like but why avocado. would i like this is just like saying oh you don't like bread because these are like bread oh like, i guess yeah so i mean i wouldn't mind if it features but mm. what else would i put in there i mean i guess i could have a quesadilla uh-huh. but oh yeah that is like essentially just a grilled cheese sandwich that is true. not to offend any mexican <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to reduce that culture. It's a just culture sandwich. But in my mind, <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, we love food. It's just Becky has um, restrictions. Yeah. I do not yes. have restrictions. I have tastes just like everybody else does. 
everybody else has their preferences I that's think true that's fair i that's think fair. preference is a good word for this mm-hmm. yes. thank you um <laughs> So I think that would be the big reason. First of all, reduced cast size in the cast that is featured. They weren't featured prominently in mm-hmm. musical songs before. So I'm going to guess maybe that's not their strong suit. They're all fantastic actors, of course. Mm-hmm. But that is what I'm leaning towards. I know yeah. you really like John Walker, uh, Joe Walker's voice. So I feel like maybe you didn't think it was the reason. I mean... To be honest, if anything, I feel like I'm more charmed by his stage performance. Exactly. Yeah, than like his vocal alone, for example. I think that's usually why he's given a song. And that's also why he's given usually a comedic song. Because Mm. he has a lot of chance to showcase that like stage performance. Definitely. And I think also like he is a fantastic comedic actor. Like he's really, really great at it. So if they stick to his strength, that probably will result in an amazing performance yeah my favorite is still from twisted i think yeah they'll always remember ahmed (laughs) yeah (laughs) so even though the songs are unusual did you like them i did i think they sound nice i like uh long ago and far away i thought it was a that was a nice song but yeah but it was just kind of unfortunate that they weren't live but it didn't really bother me all that much though to be honest so I guess, did it bother you that much? It didn't bother me. I enjoyed experiencing something new. I thought it was really innovative and it contributed to it feeling more like a movie Mm -hmm. rather than a musical, just because that's something you're really used to in movies. And I thought the music itself is actually like a genre or the type of music I I enjoy personally. I really liked uh, Strike Back. Mm, Um, I thought it was really good. But Long Ago and Far Away was also a lot of fun to listen to. And uh, The Force You Got It was also a lot of fun, I thought. (laughs) (laughs) But my favorite is Strike Back for sure. Okay, that's a good choice. I like that one too. Yeah, and all the singers they got in the band were amazing. I really like the use of synths, Mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun. And I should find it funny that they acknowledge the band sometimes. So yeah. like you said, sometimes they're like, oh, are you supposed to be singing a song? And then they'll like start <laughs> playing something. And I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like how they incorporate some of like the lyrics or the transcripts from both the musical and from the original movies into the song. Oh. So I believe they did that in Hunted by the Kiss which is really, really cute. I think it was very, very clever. I just do think that even though I enjoyed it for the novelty of it, I would prefer it if the characters sang it. No, that's Um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of what you would be expecting if you're watching a musical. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the characters and the plot, so there is very, 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 very small similarity between the characters themselves and their movie counterparts. But did you enjoy the characterization? Did you enjoy the plot itself? For the plot, I thought it was fairly straightforward. For the characters, I thought it's it's not bad because there wasn't a lot of characters to begin with. So I have a better time like trying to memorize like who's who or like their relationship with each other, which could be difficult considering like I didn't know anything about it prior to watching it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like 
you know, when you're watching Batman, you kind of already know who Batman is. Or when you're watching Twisted, you know the story of Aladdin, that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So in that regard, I, I find the characterization not too bad because I'm able to kind of distinguish them fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the fact that they're played by the same people sometimes was really confusing, but uh. it wasn't too bad to... Aside from like maybe a couple of times when I'm like needing to take a second to understand what's going on, then I think most of the time it was fine. But I won't say it's very outstanding too. It's not like, whoa, it's super amazing. It's just pretty standard, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if yeah. you did mention it was fairly simple. Do you uh-huh. enjoy the simplicity of it? I think it's fine. I feel like if I'm a fan of Star Wars, then maybe I would like something that's more complex. But because I'm not and I'm really no idea what's going on, I appreciate it. Uh, And actually, I would prefer to have very simple plot and very simple characters. But that's just me so that I can actually follow what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I do enjoy that kind of like buddy comedy Mm-hmm. act which is the plot they went through with this and also a lot of the characterization they go through i think in general star kids um as a production writes amazing friends characters so mm-hmm. a lot of the stories they pick will really heavily include themes of friendships especially in the beginning i found like every single musical they go with will have that kind of theme and I love these kind of things so this is definitely like something I'm not complaining about I also like this kind of plot but I would agree it wouldn't necessarily wow me compared Mm -hmm. to Twisted let's say which has more emotional baggage to it and has more complex themes Um, but it also didn't engage me as much as a very Potter musical And that could be because I'm not as big of a fan of Star Wars compared to uh, Harry Potter. And I was going to ask you about that as well. So with Harry Potter, you obviously knew the plot. You obviously knew the characters to an extent, um, despite not being like, let's say, a super fan. So maybe Mm -hmm. where you stand with Harry Potter is where I stand with Star Wars, for example. Mm -hmm. Do you find that you were able to engage with a very Potter musical and a very Potter sequel more because yeah. you had the familiarity? I think so. And also it's just more fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I think in a very Potter musical series, there's a lot of dynamics between the characters and also there's a lot more characters in those two as well. Yeah. So you can kind of see, oh, that's a really interesting twist that they do to the characters or like, oh, that's really funny how they try to make this character this way. But then in this musical is more like I don't really get to see a lot of and maybe it's also coming from like a lack of knowledge too but for example like oh his relationship with JJ or his relationship with um, Tarkin or even his relationship with an emperor is just not as fun to Mm me so a lot of times that they will be maybe be making some jokes but I'm not getting it or like it doesn't speak to me at a personal level for me to be like whoa that was really interesting well that was very unique and different Mm -hmm. so I don't know what is it I'm gonna just blame it on my lack of knowledge on the source material (laughs) but I do find it I'm definitely less engaged in this one emotionally like maybe it's how they want to 
show Ani too. Like I keep saying Ani, Ani too. <laughs> and and how he a lot of times he has like a more of a strict poker phase when he's making some of the jokes, or oh, like mm-hmm. he's more socially awkward in a in a sense. And usually I like socially awkward characters, so I don't know what is it.、Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. That's so, a good question, though.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that not being familiar with it is actually going to be to the detriment of enjoying the show. Like, even I, I got pretty much all the jokes. I think. <laughs> I think, but I just couldn't connect with it to the same way that I could connect with a very Potter musical. And I don't know what it is about. It could be due to the stripped down cast, due to the lack of. Characters singing in the music.、Um, it could be due to the simplistic form and a more simplistic universe because we didn't get to explore the kind of day to day lives of the characters as much as we did in a very Potter musical, for example. So all these together could compound to it being less popular as a show、mm-hmm. compared to their other stuff. The thing is, it is a little bit sad because it is coming right after Twisted, I believe, in their、Ooh. order. So、okay. it. Was going to be a tough thing to maintain, no matter what, just because Twisted is always deemed as their most popular one, their most beloved show. So the fall from that is always going to be a little bit of an adjustment.、Mm-hmm. And I think coming from that, I think they did pretty well. Okay. One thing I was thinking was that do you think it could be because that's in Twisted and in、uh, a very Potter musical. There's always some sort of more like development of the main character, but then this one seems more like it was just pure comedy, or like it was leaning more towards that. Oh, I'm here just to be funny, rather than that. Oh, I have this you know backstory and this emotional baggage and whatever issues that I need to you know work on and overcome. That could、yeah. be something because my. Initial impression on a very Potter musical is also like, oh, it's most of it was just for the sake of being funny and not much more than that. So there wasn't、mm-hmm. a lot of depth into it.、Mm-hmm. But upon like watching it maybe for a second time and watching the sequel, then you definitely get more moments like when they're reflecting on their life or when they're really having a more emotional challenge that they need to go over with. And those moments are the the moments that I can feel for the character, and I'm、yeah. pretty sure that's why they're there. <laughs> and for this one, it's just sort of like maybe they just decide to put less emphasis on that and just maybe focus on being just more funny. And, that's definitely the case because、yeah, it's、right? definitely、okay. there. That's the theme of friendship they have. Yeah, but also like this. Theme of self doubt and needing encouragement from believing in yourself, but also from external resources that act as your backbone.、Um, but it it doesn't really go nearly as deep as all of their other stuff,、mm, and it has a huge component to it. I don't think it's the only thing. I think I have no idea what happened there.、Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do like a whole deep dive into what was the issue, why they had such a reduced cast, whether it was from choice or what what have you. But I feel like 
they like this is still enjoyable i know we're speaking about the flaws right now i had a great time watching this i enjoy the comedy i enjoy something with a little bit of levity in it something that is just like fun and something i don't need to think too hard about i think mm-hmm. for everything it has like it's good moments if you're experiencing something that is not great for example i think if you plug in a rom-com that is not too complex it's just like stupid or like a stupid comedy like dude where is my car or something like this which is really entertaining and heart uh warming and sweet uh but not overly complex that would do a fantastic job in cheering you up and this definitely deserves a seat at the table you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay wait so i guess you know this musical from just looking at the list of things that star kids has or like- no i just googled star wars musical because <laughs> <laughs> i knew we probably should do something for star wars okay 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 so you didn't know that they have something related to star wars before no i've never heard of it and i also again i'm gonna bring up the reddit but i tried (laughs) looking it up on the musical subreddit and even the star kids subreddit and i think the musical subreddit talked about what maybe once they never talked about it they just mentioned it as other things that star kids did and star kids talked about very 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 little Mm. so even within fans of star kids which i think we are <laughs> this is our fifth production clearly we love we love them and yes uh, we appreciate their work so much this is something that is not as well respected and i think it should have more of a highlight on it i don't think it's bad by any means i still think it's good um i just came in defense of it right now by saying that sometimes we do need lightheartedness and something that is not overly complex and Mm -hmm. I definitely stand by that it has really really nice moments and I think some of the songs are really really worth listening to Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not gonna stay with you as long it's just something to make you feel better at the moment yeah absolutely which is probably more people are not talking about (laughs) yeah it's like lower budget it's this you know lower budget is not the issue lower budget has never been the issue for them (laughs) That's true, but if you compare this with, let's say, Twisted, you can see the Yeah, but difference. if you compare it with a Harry Potter musical where they had, like, that a giant That was an chocolate... accident. That was, like, that a happy accident. accident. That's not an accident. You can't reproduce that lining in a bottle so many times just by, with it being an accident. I still can't and get over the, theme... the snack thing. I know, and that's the theme of the musical, you know? That's Maybe true. it was a lightning in a bottle once, but then he won again. So, <laughs> clearly, he has some skill behind him. <laughs> they can yeah. do it <laughs> they can do it no i'm yeah. actually interested to like cover more of their stuff just because i know like it's just always been like oh okay maybe not the best but then you know interested to see what they what else do i they mean have if this it? is considered their worst just in terms of popularity not because of the content mm-hmm. i think their worst is still great it's i prefer seeing this over romeo and Juliet. Okay. <laughs> oh i wouldn't want to go with that again just because I feel, I feel so bad but <laughs> fun home I really did not enjoy oh, so I'd rather home. I'd much rather see this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh what? I really want to do this sometimes but again let's bring this up with the reddit because I always do but um for the reddit the recent craze is ranking into a tier list a tier list for- oh so kind of like how you have the bottom list we're just like absolutely shitty and then you have like really good is that what so you're if about? you remember we actually did one at work 
together when we ranked um from S to F all the uh-huh. Toronto bubble tea franchises. Oh, we did that. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. yeah. So that is kind of the tiered list they're going for from S to F and it includes all the musical they've um seen. And I remember us talking about well not about this but I remember this for several reasons a because every single user that is on the subreddit seemingly is posting one so it's just flooded with it so it's inescapable and um b I remembered that you said (laughs) how can anybody hate phantom just everybody loves it oh there are more people who put it in f tier than people putting it in a or s tier no yeah what i know i think people just want to be edgy for edginess sake but i know apparently a lot of people dislike phantom a lot and i thought oh you know i know people who do dislike it but i never knew it was this many i would i it's still a part of me still refused to believe that it's so weird okay okay i wonder what they put as a or s then Oh, it depends. Obviously, it depends on person Mm -hmm. to person. Um, I've seen that vary a lot. And I've seen people that we rank people. I've seen musical that we ranked highly in their A and S tier, I remember, um, despite Phantom being in their F tier. Hmm. I feel like it's just so popular to hate Phantom and Andrew Lloyd Webber in general. People really, really dislike the man. Um, I don't really understand fully why, but people really, really dislike him. So that could be a contributing factor. I mean, I have to say, like, not every song he writes are absolutely great, but School of Rock. But yeah. um, To understand all the pushback, School of Rock. (laughs) But Phantom, my opinion, was really great. So yeah. I that agree. Was, with that. that was weird. We both ranked it 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. memory. Yes. So, and it was our special one year anniversary episode. Exactly. So, we're clearly both fans. Um, I won't pretend to understand where they're coming from unless they're trying to be edgy. I'd be very <laughs> interested to learn. If you're a phantom hater, tell us why. Tell Just, us why. We're not here to debate unless you'd like to. I'm always up for a debate. But, um, Unless you want to, we're not here for a debate. Uh, just tell us why, and we'd broadcast it and try to yeah. analyze it. Try yeah, to see I would if you love need to medical read, help. Yeah, I would love, love to read out like what people have to say about their opinion on Phantom, and just be like, okay, that's a interesting. It's worth sharing because I would like to know. I would assume the people who want to hate Phantom would probably click so fast out of our podcast oh. just because we talk so highly of it and they'll be like oh I'm so angry I'm so angry to hear this Aww. and click out <laughs> come on um but here is that it's yeah. actually great it's yeah. actually great um, he's great at debating <laughs> I wouldn't say that I said I liked it <laughs> I would be ready to debate with you it doesn't, doesn't matter if I'm good or bad <laughs> I think you're pretty good I mean better than me for sure I think you're just very afraid of debating. <laughs> I'm just not, a, I just don't have the character that would like to debate all the time. We'll find out if that's true by asking your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I only said because you told me. <laughs> Sorry? I only mentioned because you told me in the past. It's like, oh, I'm not confrontational, but ask insert name yeah <laughs> redacted and you will know redacted name yeah um, 
Um, why did I mention this? Do you want to do the tier thing now? Oh, we definitely are not going to do it now because we have like over 50 musicals that we have to rank. Yeah, and that will take us a long time. really long list. But we might, we might dedicate a, an episode for it in the future. It'd be really interesting. We should do that. Yeah, it's like it should a be... Q&A or just like a chat or something. Well, we would have to have very different lists because I can't imagine ranking a lot of things if you would rank high. Highly. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's the fun of it, right? Because oh, we can yeah. look at our list. Yeah, for sure. So just yeah. as heads up, it will be separate lists. Um, I wonder whether they'll correlate very strongly with our ranking. My assumption is no. Sometimes I forget what scores I give. I only remember if I did it a great injustice, like an American in Paris. They should have ranked it much higher. I told Claire this, and waitress. Anyway, waitress is my titular and like my go-to example for something I've done a great injustice for I'm so sorry I remember ranking it 6.5 if you tell me I ranked it anything but I'd say you're a dirty liar I ranked it a 6.5 and it was far too low I'm so sorry I'm so sorry um you didn't rank it too too high either for memory but you ranked it higher than I did I think I don't Do remember regret what score I gave it yeah kind of I feel like I should have given it higher yeah um but in American in Paris that was the first musical I've seen after we covered the episodes usually I never go back to the musicals to see them again after the episode unless um I see it live but in here I wanted to just see it one more time because it was so excellent um and it was after we did the recording so I really should have given it higher and it's a fresh memory because it was last week (laughs) (laughs) why did I bring up tier lists though Okay, that conversation thread is lost to the world. It's not going to come back. You were going to make a point uh, of the tier list? I was imagining that I went somewhere. Okay, That's okay. debatable, that's debatable, but clearly... Something that has to do with Star Kid? I mean, I'm sure, but yeah. I'm sure considering this is a topic of the episode today. But I don't remember anything of what I was planning on doing with this conversation thread but anyway so if this is the worst that star kids has to offer i still think it's better it's better than fun home that's where we were going with it it's better than fun home whom i would rank pretty mm-hmm. lowly on the tier list okay i think my final thoughts are very clear because i kind of mumbled them in the middle of thread a thought thread i had probably what are your final thoughts honestly it's really similar to yours it's like this feel good musical that you can sort of just play and watch it without really activating your brain and and that's fine and I guess I wouldn't mind it from time to time it's not gonna be something that I would actively create and be like Mm -hmm. oh I really miss it I'm gonna rewatch the whole thing but I didn't suffer I just put it that way (laughs) and I think it's it, it actually says a lot about the musical because I was expecting to suffer from watching oh. it considering I know nothing right but I'm sorry I still had, <laughs> no, no no it's all good uh honestly I thought it was about time maybe I could get at least some minimal exposure to this didn't make series. you interested in watching Star Wars a little bit actually okay. but I feel like it's gonna be a long way to trying to know everything and to rewatch all the movies so 
I feel like I won't act on it unless that there's somebody who's also willing to like explore that there are only nine in total and I'm sure people will say I either don't watch the prequels or don't watch the sequel um either one of them so there are only nine three trilogies essentially the Mm -hmm. original trilogy is the one that is an essential watch I'd Mm -hmm. say most people would say that um the other two depending on where they land on the whole prequel sequel continuities Mm -hmm. they might have different opinions Mm -hmm. but that's just one more movie than the Harry Potter movie franchise which you That's have watched. true. That's true. I mean, you can watch. They have, I think, three additional movies. I don't watch any of the additional movies. They have Solo, which is a Han, a Han, a Han Solo prequel, essentially. And they have Rogue One, which I mentioned before, that is, again, a prequel. And they have the Star Wars Christmas special. There could be more, and I'll be roasted by <laughs> a Star Wars expert, but these are the ones that I do know of myself. And... Yeah, these are these are not related to the plot, to the main plot in any way, so you can just skip them. Okay. Well, maybe one day. If I do start, I'll let you know, but okay. I doubt that I will. We <laughs> already established, and everything in the episode screams, that I'm clearly not a big fan of Star Wars, <laughs> but I do have knowledge of it. Yes, you do, and that's already more than what I have. So, yeah. TBD. You could accrue that TBD. knowledge in the future. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> yeah um okay so very similar final thoughts to me I'm really curious to see what you would rate it in the end then okay so for today's quiz portion I think we can move into quiz portion we're going to do which Star Wars character are you from BuzzFeed okay a long time ago in a galaxy far far away pick a Bond film the James Bond series, I have absolutely no experience with. Absolutely none. But I'm going to pick based on the picture or the title, whichever one calls mm-hmm. to me. A view to, a view to a kill. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Die Another Day. Goldeneye. You Only Live Twice. Moonraker. Goldfinger. The Spy Who Loved Me. The Man with the Golden Gun. Mm. I do see Pierce Brosnan here. I think that's how you spell him. you pronounce his last name. And we know him from Mamma Mia fame. He was the horrible singer in SOS. Not gonna pick. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick You Only Live Twice. Gonna pick Die or Not a Day. Okay. <laughs> pick a social network. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google, MySpace, Instagram, Foursquare, Tumblr. That's tough. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'll go in Instagram too. What was your favorite subject? Oh, this question. Yeah, pops up every time without fail. Maths, physics, maths. I think this was an English person writing this, right? They add S's for maths. Yeah. It's actually math. I'm sorry to tell you this. Um, Math. Physics, politics, English, IT. Is IT a subject? I did not know that. IT like tech? I don't know. Does it stand for anything? That's very strange. Biology, foreign languages, religious studies, philosophy. Biology. Uh, It has variations. It didn't just ask for one science. Foreign languages. I actually flopped so hard in French in high school, and that's the only 
not high school actually middle school technically and that was the only foreign language I've ever taken and but well, you took German too right not in high school oh okay <laughs> but it, it didn't say in high school so yeah but anything. I didn't take physics in high school and I didn't take politics sorry in, in university I didn't it, take politics um I definitely didn't take IT or religious studies or philosophy okay Okay. Um, so I do think they mean high school. Pick a color. Purple, orange, green, gold, black, pink, red, blue, yellow, blue. Black. Pick a Beatles song. A Hard Day Night. Help. I saw her standing there. Ticket to Ride. Let it be. Here comes the sun. Octopus's Garden. Oh, bloody, oh, blada, Blackbird. My favorite song isn't here. What's your favorite song? Uh, Eleanor Rigby okay what do you have a favorite Beatles song not really actually mm. Mm, mm. let it be probably I know all of these from Glee for sure so that's fine except for the octopus garden and obladi oblada I'm gonna go with help what is your ideal first date? Going for a drive, a nice walk through the woods, watch a foreign language film, you've never had a first date, shooting womp rats in your T-16, going for a picnic in a field by a waterfall, putting out, watching stand-up comedy, going to a museum. Interesting choices we have here. Yeah. I would never pick a walk through the woods who knows that's who so dangerous is. i was like yeah. is this guy like a guy for sure <laughs> yeah like it, this could be a serial killer or something exactly. exactly same with going for a drive don't get into a stranger's car guys don't and definitely don't shoot womp rats yeah i'm gonna say going to a museum because it's in public i'm gonna go with watching a foreign language film pick a breaking bad character another show i've never watched oh i watched it <laughs> Okay, fantastic. I'm going to go based on your suggestion. <laughs> Jesse, Skyler, Skinny Pete, Gus, Walt, Saul, Badger, Huel? Huel? Why? How, how, how would you pronounce it? I actually it? don't know this person. Cool. I only watched that. until season three. So. Thank you for that. That's great input. Um, and Walt Jr. I know um, a show called Better Call Saul, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's related. I know. <laughs> That's okay. what I'm picking. Uh, Gus. Okay. Is Soul a bad guy? Soul uh, depends. He's an interesting person. Okay. He came out as a bad guy at first, though, but yeah. Ah. Uh, what did you get? What did you get? I got <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, That's lucky you. <laughs> you get Annie. Yeah. Even though you can definitely not tell from the photo. But uh, it says, you may be horribly disfigured on the inside, but on the outside, you're a badass. And that's all that counts. I see. That's very nice. I got C-3PO. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, you're smart, at, which will be meaningless to you, but he's kind of like a whiny, effeminate robot. Uh, okay. um, you're a smart ass, a coward, and a teacher's pet. But at least you're really shiny. He is actually like on the good guy's side. And he's very mm-hmm. like... I don't know. He has a personality, let's say. It's not a bad personality. I actually enjoyed him. He has a cute thing going, like cute rapport going on with R2-D2 from memory. And mm-hmm. yeah, not too bad, I'd say. Not Darth Vader cool, but not too bad. Okay. So I think Sounds that good. is it from 
us, should we go into our final ranking? Yes, let's do it. I will give it seven out of 10 Legos. Okay, nice. I'm going to give it six out of 10, 13 year experience enslaved girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Thank you. she cracked me up I loved her she was like (laughs) she's funny what is she like sweetie your nipple is hanging out (laughs) that was funny and the way she was like with a with um (laughs) gossiping about her having no slave girl experience that was hilarious yeah um I really liked her character (laughs) and she was um Shahrazad and Twisted yeah she was I think for a very Potter senior year, she is going to be playing Hermione because the original Hermione isn't there. Mm. Mm. We did not talk about uh, very Potter senior uh, year. Yeah, <laughs> I still wonder if we're going to do that one day. I think in order to be completionist, we'll probably cover all Star Kids stuff. Um, I'd love that. It's not like they have too, too many more. There is one that we might not do because it is, uh, it, it is a little bit more explicit. It's called Me and My Dick, but which I actually have watched. But um, everything else should be fine. And actually, because this is kind of like the ending to their older stuff, their newer stuff tends to be more horror-based or horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, older shtick is comedy, but um, <laughs> with more horror influence. And I'm, I've never watched any of those. And I feel like you would gravitate more towards them. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see. <laughs> one day, one day. One day. Um. Okay, so I think that is actually it from us. If you want to discuss anything from this current musical Annie with us, apparently there is not a huge uh, fan base for you to talk to. So you're kind of stuck with us, you know? Might as well just talk talk to us us. about it. Yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll give our opinions. (laughs) We'll give even more opinions. We'll give you what you want. Um, (laughs) If you want to give us some more opinions about something we already covered, or if you want to uh, give us some recommendations for what to cover next we'll love all of these you can reach us on our social media on instagram twitter and reddit under a podway podcast if you're not a social media person neither are we you can email us at podwaypodcast at gmail.com so i think that is it for today um thank you, thank you for, for listening. listening happy star wars day and revenge of the fifth and may the force be with you <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye.